The Musters on the Farm. Brought to you by Southland District Council. Working together for a better Southland. Heading down to Wyndham this afternoon on the Muster, Ben Dooley, sheep beef farmer and YouTube farmer. Dills, how are you? Bloody good, thanks Andy, yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, weekend, treat you okay? Yeah, not too bad. Um, oh, caught a bit of a bloody bug of some description and was pretty crook there on Saturday, but other than that, no, it's it's been pretty good, yeah. Wasn't self-inflicted this bug, was it? No, unfortunately. Um, I wish it was, because that means there would have been some form of reward before the punishment, but <laughs> no. How's everything looking on farm anyway? There's been a wee bit of rain around the province since we spoke to you last time. Has it made a difference where you are? Yeah, definitely. Um, colours changed massively and the covers are starting to move too. We've um, definitely gone a very, very bright shade of green for most of the place anyway. And uh, yeah, with those ewes on that, that summer crop out the back, putting sort of half the ewes on a two hectare block for, for three weeks, um, I think our covers are going to boost away quite nicely. Because you've got the ewes on maize, um, how's it going anyway? Because it's not something that's traditionally a southland crop. We're talking about maize a wee bit this week. Uh, we've got field days coming up in northern southland with it regarding it as well. It's um, definitely something that hasn't been southland safe before though, has it? Yeah, no, it hasn't. Um, look, we grew it a couple of years ago. It was only an acre and I had some pie-in-the-sky fantasy theory that we could use it to replace baleage on Swedes and everyone told us it would fall over at the first frost and well, it didn't, but the second frost it did. Um, but it did prove that we could grow a huge amount of dry matter in a very short amount of time in a drier season, which, uh, yeah, sort of got me wondering. And then after last season, I just thought I wanted to do something, some form of summer crop, just to sort of, a bit of, um, what do you call it, a bit of an insurance policy just to have something there to feed the ewes. Didn't have to be great quality, but we wanted big quantity um, just to help us get out of a dry patch. And, yeah, it's come back yielding really well. So it's uh, just Forage King maize, which is, oh, I forget what they call it, like open pollination or something. So it's not a single certified line of maize, but that means that the seed is quite cheap. So you're not talking five or 600 bucks a hectare for seed. Um, and we sowed it with Persian clover, and results come in, the overall weight of the crop's about 12.5 tonne, and five tonne of that's clover. So it's actually a reasonably good quality feed, but not something you'd want to be putting lambs on. Um, but yeah, we've had the ewes on it now five days, they're on their second break. They were pretty iffy going onto it, because they just didn't know how to walk into it. Um, but after the first day on there, they seemed to be hoeing in, and shifted them yesterday onto that second break, and yeah, they were... Very, very eager to get into it. So, uh, jury's still out. We, I mean, I don't. We've weighed them going on. Um, we've sort of got a fairly good record of everything because we want to work out whether this is going to work or not. Um, and we've got costings and everything there. But so far, it's looking like quite a promising little project. Does it seem to be cost effective? Um, well, it depends on what way you want to look at it. So we're talking 12.50 a hectare establishment cost or total cost. Uh, we're talking 12.5 tonne of dry matter growth. So that's 10 cents a kg. But if you want to look at it really as a summer crop, 
you got to take off your sort of two and a half, maybe three tonne of grass you would have grown in that time, although this year we wouldn't have grown that with the dry. Uh, then work out your costings, but when you do that, you've got to compare it to buying in silage or something. So you start talking 12 and a half, 13 cents a kg versus, or you're going to be no change out of 20 to buy silage, uh, standing grass, and then you've got to pay for the chopping and the mowing and everything as well. Um, so I think it's worked out pretty cheap. And utilisation sitting at around 80% so far. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say it's a very cheap form of feed, actually. Have you looked at other summer crop alternatives before going to maize? Look, I've, I've fed turnips over summer to sheep for other people. And I've just sort of found they don't particularly like turnips. And you're trying to feed them something that they don't like at a time of year where they don't like eating either because we know sheep in the heat don't really eat that much. Um, and the beauty of this is that because it's almost half clover, they're going in and they're just wolfing the clover down and then they've sort of got the next couple of days to sit there and chew away on the, on the maize plants, which they're eating better than I thought they would. So, yeah, I did look into turnips, but I've never been a big fan of that. And... I just thought, yeah, a lot of people focus on lamb fattening crops and I've got nothing against lamb fattening crops, but I just wonder if there's a bit of a lost opportunity and not looking for something to feed the ewes as well. So you haven't really considered lucerne at all? Um, not for this, no. Lucerne would be good for making baileys and stuff, wouldn't it? Or hay. Um, but I think for a single grazing option, yeah. I, I like the idea for, for the ewes, for something for the ewes, of having that, that big bulk of feed, single grazing, and then you can get something else in after it. Um, well, when you start talking 12 tonne and one grazing, it's a it's a reasonable chunk of feed there, isn't it? You talk about your ewes traditionally doing later in your country, Dills. How's this season been? The lambs, yeah. Um, yeah, much the same. Look, we're a little bit ahead on kill. We'll forget about last year, because last year just confused everything uh, when you sell damn near half your lamb store. But... Um, yeah, we're a little bit ahead on kill and a little bit back on weight. So we're, oh, what are we at? Probably 20% killed, 25, take the U-lambs off. Um, and, yeah, we're probably back. We're sitting at about an 18 kilo average, so we're probably back a kilo and a half. The, the dry definitely did take a bit of a toll there. But looking at the way the feed's growing at the moment, um, I'm hopeful we can claw a fair bit of that back and maybe finish up at a 19, 19.5 average. But there's still a lot of time to go between now and then and April, May can be really nice months or they can be really horrible months so we'll just make sure we've got enough feed to get into winter and yeah, balance everything out there but but things are looking pretty good the The bottom end of the lambs have certainly picked up a lot recently um, so I think yeah, I don't think we'll have to sell too many stores this season, that's for sure. So you'll share the tail end lambs? Yeah there's probably 500 tail enders there we'll share, normally we'd share the whole lot but just with the land price where it is this year and the shearing price going up. Certainly don't begrudge the shearers a cent of what they they get paid because they earn every cent and uh, we need them. But with the land price just being a bit lower, you've sort of got to factor in the economics of that. It definitely does make them grow better, in my opinion. But there's a price you've got to put on that. So, yeah, we'll share the bottom end 500 with the U-lands and the Tudus and uh, the rest of them can just stay woolly. And the argument at the moment with so much fly around as well, especially on the smaller animals, take the feathers off them, they'll grow better, but also um, a bit more fly resistant until you perhaps get a dip on them too. Yeah, absolutely. And those bottom end lambs are always the, the ones that are at higher risk there too, aren't they? Just finally, mate, uh, YouTube channel, Any anything happening there lately? 
Yeah, um, got a video out just oh, yesterday on the maze, getting it all ready for use, and there's going to be another one coming out tomorrow with them actually going on. And yeah, then there'll be some lamb work later in the week. About that time of year, we should probably get back into doing two or three videos a week and uh, trying to make a go of it, really. Good on you, Dills. We appreciate your time as always on the muster. Have a great week. No, good on you, Andy. Ben Dooley there, YouTube farmer, sheep beef farmer. Trying maize as well. Seems to be going pretty well for him. Um, up next, this is a Monday afternoon, by the way, on the muster, is uh, Andrew Walsh out of Twin Farm Genetics.